Are you tired of scrolling your feed only to see the highlight reel version of motherhood? If so, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Motherhood Intended Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Baird, and I'm a passionate mom here to support women like you in their unique journeys to and through motherhood. I have been through it all. We're going to be talking about things like trying to conceive, infertility, IVF, surrogacy, mom life, and more. It's time to get real about what it takes to be a mom and come together in the fact that things don't always go as planned. So here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to season two. I am so excited to be back on the mic regularly, and I have so many exciting guests and episodes in store for you this season. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun, so informative, so helpful, so all the things. I am just like so excited to be back weekly on the podcast with new content for everybody listening. So thanks for being here. I hope you're all having a great summer. It's been a bit of a whirlwind for us, or I should say it's been like a kind of an odd summer so far. A lot of it's the weather, you know, like for weeks straight, the air quality has just been pretty terrible where we're at in Chicago. And then with both my boys having asthma, we kind of had to limit them being outside. And then we've had rain and everything. So I'd say like literally just in the last week feels like summer because we're at the pool, getting outside, grilling out, doing all the normal summer things we usually do. So it's been nice. It's been nice. Fourth of July was a lot of fun. And yeah, we're just trying to take it all in and have the best summer that we can. I think I mentioned this before season one ended. I was working on our summer schedule and I was just like, I am just like piecing this thing together. Like the hours that I'm able to work, the times where the boys are at camp or in their like kids day out program and then squeezing in fun activities and pool days and everything. It's like, I don't even know what day it is. I mean, I think that's kind of the beauty of summer, but you know me, you guys. I I love a good schedule. I thrive in organization, and that is just not not the summer vibe. But anyway, this is helpful because we are back to regularly scheduled programming with this new season, and I am so excited. So today's episode, you get to hear my interview with Stephanie Levitch. Stephanie is the founder and president of Family Match Consulting, which is a world-renowned fertility consulting firm specializing in finding egg donors, sperm donors, and surrogates for her clients. She has worked with a lot of high-profile clients, most recently Paris Hilton and Maria Menunos. Stephanie is the first of her parents' three adopted children. She has long carried the desire to help other hopeful parents start their families, and it's a call that was intensified when she found herself in the throes of infertility. Ultimately, it was IVF that helped her achieve her dream of becoming a mother to two. And now with over 20 years of experience in the fertility field, Stephanie has helped give the gift of family to more than 3,000 parents and counting. She's also recently authored the children's book, From the Start, a book about love and making families as a resource for parents to help educate and celebrate the birth story of every child. As you can imagine, I am so intrigued with the work that she's doing as we are currently navigating our own surrogacy journey. And her book, I've read it to my boys, and it is fabulous for explaining everyone's unique birth story in all the different ways that families are created, all with love at the core. So I'm super excited for you to hear my interview with her. But before we get started with that, I did want to give everybody a little bit of a personal update. So things are getting really exciting in our surrogacy journey. So our gestational carrier recently started her medications, and we officially have an embryo transfer date scheduled for July 31st. 
So our GC is in Dallas and she will be coming to town to Chicago to our fertility clinic the end of the month for the embryo transfer. And it just feels it's getting very real. It's getting it's getting very exciting. And I can't even utter the words that in like a month we will be finding out if we are expecting a baby or not. And that is just wild to me. It's an interesting feeling because every other time that I have tried to bring a child into this world and my husband and I have done IVF or have been surprised in pregnancy, it's always been, you know, clouded with fear of the unknown and past traumas and experiences. And this is the first time in a long time where I like genuinely feel so, so hopeful in this process. I feel happy where we're at in our life. I feel like I have everything as under control as a mom of a five and a three-year-old can. And I'm just so excited that like, when I think about like next summer, the possibility of us having another child in our family is just absolutely amazing. And I cannot say enough good things about our surrogate. I mean, I'm still in awe that women step up to do this for other people to help complete their families and make people parents. And it is just simply amazing. So for everyone listening, if you could just, we would love all the positive vibes, all the prayers, all the good juju, whatever you want to do for a successful embryo transfer and a positive pregnancy test come next month. I will keep everyone updated. It'll be a little bit of a wild ride and, and very surreal, but we are so grateful to be at this point in our journey. And we're just so grateful for our surrogate. So stay tuned for that. But without further ado, get excited to listen to my chat with Stephanie Levitch. Take a listen. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so interested to hear your personal story, your professional story. Maybe we can just start from the beginning and explain a little bit about your own personal journey, your kids, your family. I know you yourself were adopted. So maybe we'll just start there from the beginning. Sure. Yeah. I'll take it way back to before I was even born. A story about my mom and dad. Well, starting with my mom. So my mom, when she was 13 years old, her tummy hurt and my grandparents took her to the hospital. And what they found was so surprising. There was some kind of infection that had turned gangrene. And the only way they thought they could save my little 13 year old mom's life was to give her a complete hysterectomy. And thankfully, she survived and, and was healthy. But from that young age, you know, this idea of having children, just she knew was not in the cards. And she held on to a lot of, obviously, pain as a result of that and fear in terms of meeting somebody, getting married, and having to tell them that this was her story. And fast forward to, I think she was 17 at the time, she met my dad, and she had a big crush on him. And they started going out on dates and and whatnot. And she went so long without telling him because she was so afraid that she just thought, well, I can never tell him. And this relationship will probably end at some point and that will be that. But then one day to her surprise, he proposed marriage. And while he's on one knee with a ring in hand and asked if she would marry him, she started crying. And she said, before I answer, I have a really big secret to tell you. And she told him right there and then, and they kind of processed it for a minute. And his response was, I am so, so sorry that happened to you, but we'll adopt. Like, what's your answer? Are you going to marry me or not? <laughs> and she was so relieved and they got married and they're still together today. And they went on to adopt me and later who became my brother and my sister. And that's really what compelled me to help other people create their families because 
I feel like I have the most incredible parents in the world. And the idea of someone like my mom, who was meant to be a mom, not being able to experience that was so heartbreaking. And for a child to not be able to experience that love that my parents, you know, so freely gave to me and support and all the things. And so that's what started my career about 21 years ago. Wow, that is a great story. I mean, if that's not true love, too, I don't know what is. I love that your dad didn't hesitate. He's like, so what's your answer? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know. (laughs) Uh, That's so cool. So over 20 years now in the industry, obviously, I mentioned in your intro, you started Family Match Consulting. How did you get there into starting your own practice? And what did that look like for you? Sure. So my career in this field started working for an egg donor and surrogate agency in Los Angeles entry-level job. I wanted to see what it was about. Worked there for two years, kind of worked my way up within that agency. And then a colleague of mine and I decided to leave the agency and start our own. So we launched an agency that did both egg donation and surrogacy. And I ran that for about 10 years before selling the agency and starting Family Match. And during that time, if I wasn't already so committed to this work of helping build families, I myself during that time was diagnosed with unexplained infertility. Nothing was working. IVF did finally. And I'm so thankful for my little eight and 10 year old miracles. But, you know, this is all to say it's like I understand this and feel so passionate about this field on both a personal and professional level because I've been in the trenches of just desperate for this to work in some way. But as far as family match goes, so family match is very different than the traditional agency model. And coming from working in the agency world, I know the importance of their role in this process in terms of recruiting candidates, vetting them, overseeing the process, and agencies are so important. But what I also saw was a lot of the built-in challenges that exist within that model, one of them very simply being the fact that not every agency is going to have the right donor or surrogate for clients at any given time. And so what often happens is people end up waiting much longer than is ideal to start this journey. And so I wanted to create a program to solve a few things. One is to help match clients much, much faster. B, make sure we're doing it with really high quality candidates that are from good, reputable agencies. And C, really just to help arm them with the confidence of knowing they're making the right choices on this path, because this is a really big and scary process. And you're not supposed to know how to do this. I do not have to tell you that. Mm -hmm. I think you know all too well, but it's so scary and you don't know where to turn and who to trust and what information to follow. So we just want to be our client's guide and advocate to get them through the journey. Yeah, that is such an awesome perspective that you have, not only wanting others to experience that that love of parents and, and to give others the opportunity to be parents, but also, like you said, with your IVF experience, you do know kind of what it's like in that process. And You are so right, because when you're working with an agency, while it is awesome, it's time consuming and they don't always have like the right match right away. And I know for me in our story, we started the process probably sooner than we were ready to after our last loss, just because we knew that it would take so long to find. So we kind of had to get comfortable with the whole idea while doing the process. And I think if I knew of Family Match or something that um, could be more tailored and and helpful in that way, I think we probably would have waited a little bit longer till we fully wrapped our minds around everything and had someone holding our hand in that way. But that is so awesome. So what kind of services then does Family mm-hmm. offer? Yeah, so we conduct sperm donor searches, egg donor searches, and surrogate GC searches through a network of vetted agencies that we know, we trust, we've worked with, they give us access to their candidates. 
And because of these relationships, speaking about surrogacy specifically, we're able to match clients typically within one to three months with a candidate that kind of meets all the criteria that they're looking for and also the criteria that we know is important for a smooth and successful surrogacy journey. And with egg donors and sperm donors, you know, it can be really challenging to find the right donor. Everyone's looking for characteristics, someone who might, you know, resemble them or have a certain history and healthy family background, all the things. And someone can go to 5, 10, 20 agencies on their own, which is like a full-time job and still not really find candidates that resonate. And so we work with over 100 different agencies that we have access to. So we're able to curate a list of candidates that really speaks to exactly what the clients are hoping to find in a donor to help get them matched and kind of on their way much faster. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That is a much easier timeline to swallow, especially when you, I mean, I think we waited 10, 11 months just to get matched. And for our specific situation, it ended up working in our favor, like I said, because we needed some time to fully process everything and accept the fact that this is the path we were taking. But for anyone who's just ready and wanting to start their family, I mean, that waiting can be brutal. (laughs) It's brutal. I remember being in that, you know, when every month that you're waiting for a period, waiting to start another round of treatment or whatever, it feels like eternity. And I know what's so hard too, is just that when you're in that kind of waiting period is that unknown of like, is this waiting and this next treatment, is it going to even work? It's the uncertainty of, is this going to all come to fruition after all of this? And, And it's really hard. And so I know for me, it was like I wanted to go, go, go and just see and know what my options are and not just sit in like an idle period for too long. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if you're someone who has unexplained infertility, you know, it's already bad enough that you don't have answers and you just want (laughs) solutions. And it's hard to find solutions and decide which path is best when you don't know why you can't get pregnant. I was in the same boat for years. We couldn't figure out why. And before leading up to IVF, we were unexplained as well. And then I had a whole slew of other issues of carrying a pregnancy, but Mm. the not knowing is hard. So anytime you can be directed into a path or given advice and quickly is just for mental health alone, I say. I know unexplained infertility. It's like a diagnosis, but I call it a lack of diagnosis because you're just, please just find something and fix it, please. Yeah. I've never wanted something to be wrong before, but honestly, I think at that moment, it would be easier for me to swallow just knowing that something was wrong. (laughs) Totally. Oh my gosh. Yes, I so get that. The other service that Family Match offers is, so on one side, we help clients get matched and walk them through that process of selecting the right candidate, getting them to the point of meeting, making sure it's a good fit, making sure medical records are reviewed, all these things, and then the agency takes over. And then another service we offer is just full guidance and consulting and advocacy throughout the entire journey where we work hand in hand with the agency representing the intended parents where the agency represents the surrogate. And we really come together to create a very equitable journey for all parties. Many of our clients, not all, but many have privacy concerns. And so we're managing their privacy through that process, which is really scary for anyone in the public eye to go about a process like this and know that their information is theirs and private so that they can share, you know, if, when they decide to. Yeah, that's a really good point because I meant to ask you, I know you have some high profile celebrity clients. Obviously, the company has been around for 10 years now. Family Close to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you have a lot of experience in the field. How did you get in touch with these kind of clients or how did they find you, I should say? 
Yeah. So it's interesting because very just kind of randomly, I started working with some clients in the public eye and I helped them navigate their privacy just because I realized it was needed and created a system to be able to do that and make them feel comfortable and also make the surrogate feel comfortable, you know, in terms of who she's caring for. And after just getting a few of these clients and working with them, it occurred to me like these clients need help. They need a, a level of assistance that really doesn't exist in the field. And so at that point, I created a program within Family Match that's specifically devoted to helping them through the process with privacy in mind. And once I kind of put it out and people start referring their friends and have good experiences. And so it just kind of happened organically over the years. And we've really become kind of the hub for those cases, which is really, really exciting. I'm so grateful to be a part of these journeys where I love helping all clients, but for people who have a platform who later do go on to decide to share their story, I mean, I see the ripple effect of that immediately. Someone posts something about working with a surrogate or, you know, going through infertility and our phones blow up and the tears that I hear on the other side of the call, like so-and-so shared their journey and it made me realize I can do this and I'm not alone. So it's just, it's a profound thing to be a part of that. I couldn't agree more. It is so awesome seeing celebrities and people in the public eye speak about these things because for the longest time before I even dove into learning about surrogacy, it just sounded like something that celebrities do. And you didn't know why, you know, you were just like, oh, they are busy and they just want someone else to carry their baby or for whatever reason. And it's not until you go through it yourself and you start learning more and you're hearing more people talk about it in the media that you realize that Everyone has so many different reasons why they choose different paths to parenthood. And it's really inspiring when these clients start speaking up about their journey because it makes you feel not alone. And you're like, wow, they're real people, too, with real struggles. And I think that's so cool that you found that need because you think that people who have access to things like surrogacy and IVF, which I know, unfortunately, not everybody does, you think it'd be simple for them. But their privacy, I never really thought about that, how hard that must be navigating something like this with the media. So that's really cool that you've created a space for that. Thank you. Yeah. And something I'm really proud of with Family Match is after selling the agency, I started Family Match just with me, just had this idea. And we have a full-time team of 12 now, and we've never advertised ever. So this has all just been organic word of mouth, which I like to think we're doing something right. But the sad part of that model is that a lot of people don't know that this path into like egg donation, sperm donation surrogacy exists because it's not very well known. And so I'm always happy when people come across us or referred to us because I get to outline what it is that we do so that clients can just make the most informed decision. We might not be the right path for everybody. Perhaps the traditional agency model makes the most sense, but at least they're aware of this other path that exists so they can see what makes the most sense for them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a firm believer in the more you know. And the amount of times I have looked back on my story and I'm like, I wish I would have known this. I wish I would have had this information. There's so much to dive into. And knowing your options is really helpful. Just because you think that the next step for you might be IVF or something, maybe adoption makes more sense for what you're looking for, what you want to do. But unless you know about it, it's hard to navigate. It's true. And a lot of fertility doctors before we came along, when someone was given the prognosis that, hey, I recommend, let's say, egg donation or surrogacy, the fertility doctor or their team would give them a list of agencies. Here, this is who you call. There might be three agencies there. They might all have a year and a half wait list. And they don't realize that there's actually so many more options beyond those three programs that have been listed. But 
you know, people trust their doctor. This is who they told me and they put themselves Mm -hmm. on this path that's going to take longer than is ideal, but there's just other alternatives. So I think information, like you said, is key. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you're in that vulnerable state of experiencing it, you will trust any advice given to you, especially if it's from like a doctor. It wasn't until halfway through my journey that I really started advocating for myself and trying to find different solutions for what was best for me and my family. And yeah, I think the more we talk about things like this and the more people know that consultants like you exist, then the better off people will be to make their own informed decisions. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So you also are an author and I read your book. It's a children's book from the start. Tell me a little bit about that and what made you want to produce this book. Yeah, thank you. I am super proud of this book because it was a labor of love, no pun intended. It took three years to write and illustrate. And the idea came because, you know, having worked in the field for a long time, I'd have so many clients have success and finally create their families and then come to me later and say, oh my gosh, how do I talk to my kids about this? Are there resources out there that are available? And there are. And there's some amazing books that exist for kids that speak to like egg donation or sperm donation or adoption. They speak to each singular thing, which is amazing and so important. But what I felt was missing was a book that kind of touched on all the awesome magical ways families are created to help give a child the full picture, like the context of family building so they can look at it as, oh, this is how I came into this world. But there's all these other awesome ways that families are created too. And so from the start, a book about Love and Making Families, it speaks to any fertility treatments, IVF, egg donation, sperm donation, surrogacy, adoption, any parent, whether they are a single parent, male, female, hetero couple, any parent can pick up this book and read it to their child and have it applied to their story. And I wrote it with my best, best friend of, gosh, over 30 years, I'm aging myself. Um, And she's a mom through IVF as well and far more creative than me. I started sending her drafts just to help me and she would like make it so much better. And I'd do it again, do it again. Finally, I was like, do you want to do this together? (laughs) And it was an amazing process. Such a fun thing to be able to do with someone who's like a sister. Yeah, that's so fun. That's amazing. And also how cool for your own kids to know that you produced this and know where they came from and explain your story and everything. I've never seen something like this and it is so refreshing to see it all and explain it in a way that it's all coming from love. Um, Because I've read so many books that are good and they explain it in a child's perspective, whether it's adoption or I don't even know if I've read one about, say, like IVF or anything like that. But they always have kind of a mystical factor to them, you know, like a, a bird or a stork or something like that. Yeah, or like babies falling from the sky. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So this was very refreshing to see real people and all different kinds of families. And it is such a good conversation starter. I know that this is going to come in handy for my family in the years to come. I thought that I could push off diving into explaining the different ways that families are made to my kids just because I was thinking my boys, you know, okay, IVF, like, how do I explain that? Is that that important at this age? Like, I fully plan to one day, but now that we are pursuing surrogacy, I know that I'm going to have to explain this to my sons that hopefully, fingers crossed, we would be expecting a baby with the help of another woman. And it's been really top of mind lately. So I am so excited to have this book at my fingertips to read to them and and start these conversations. So thank you for putting that Uh, out into the world. It's such a pleasure. And I'm so glad that, you know, you like it and and we'll find it to be helpful. That was really the goal is to have it be this jumping off point of starting 
these conversations. Yeah. And it's awesome because I thought as I was reading it the first time, I was like, I know just off the top of my head, like five people I want to share this with because it encompasses all different kinds of families, which is so cool. Yeah. I can ask you a million questions. (laughs) So many things. I know you can dive into so many different aspects of family building. Hopefully we can get you on the podcast again. But for the sake of time, I thought maybe we could just leave listeners with a piece of advice for anyone who is just starting to explore other family building options. What is your biggest piece of advice that you would give to listeners? Yeah. So, and I I think it comes back to a little bit about we spoke about earlier, which is just that information is power. Information is key. Don't accept just a diagnosis because one doctor gave it to you. Always seek a second opinion. Not all doctors are equal. SART, um, SART.org publishes success rates of clinics. And it's important to kind of do some research and, and go to a clinic that that has good success rates and people have had good experiences with them. Call me, anyone call me, say, hey, what do you think of this doctor? I'll honestly share my thoughts because I think it's just important to find the right team and also to have support around you. Find someone you trust. If you're not sharing it openly with all people, just find at least one person, one person, even just a therapist, a friend, whoever that you can share this journey with. Preferably someone who's been through it. There's support groups online because there's so much power in saying, I'm going through this and someone else saying me too. And just that reminder that we're not alone in this. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is great advice. The other thing too, with reaching out to someone and telling someone about what you're going through is that it will really lighten the load that you're carrying through this process. I'm a full believer that even though it may not be the path that you originally had in mind for building your family, it can still be a really beautiful story and it doesn't have to be stressful and confusing and lonely. You just have to reach out and definitely the more you know. So don't be afraid to look for that information and connect with other people. Absolutely. And I think it's just, yes, there's beauty that comes from pain and it's so hard to walk through and navigate. Um, If someone told me that while I was in it, I would have had some choice words for them. Right. (laughs) But, you know, I think it all comes down to, and the theme of the book, again, like you touched on was This is all coming from love. I went to this incredible first birthday of a client and they had invited all the people who had helped them on their journey to become parents. So the doctor was there, the reproductive attorneys, I was there and the surrogate was there and they called up everybody who had a small part in helping get to that day. And there was like 15 people that could actually be in attendance that were standing there. And they said, I want everybody to look at this group of people, it took a village. And every single person here was instrumental in helping us be here today. And I think it's it, it was such a beautiful experience because it just speaks to like, yes, these families come from love. It's people coming together, especially like the surrogate and the egg donors that are giving a piece of themselves and sacrificing so much to do this. But I work with my team at Family Match. I have the best team, I think, on the planet. My colleagues, the doctors, attorneys, everyone I work with, like we're such a community and we get to come together to help people have events like first birthday parties every day. And I'm so grateful every day to get to be a part of that. That is so amazing. And what a great idea to bring everyone together who helped. I think I would just burst into tears if I saw everyone in one room. I might have to do this one day. What a special experience to all the people that have helped, you know. Uh, It was such a gift. It was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. I love that. 
Well, Stephanie, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. I hope we can talk again because I have so many questions for you, but this was so helpful and I will be for sure shouting it from the rooftops all about Family Match and from the start. And I just know so many people in our motherhood intended community can benefit from hearing you talk about it and reading your book. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much and best of luck on your journey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you found value in this episode. If you can, do me a favor, screenshot the podcast and share it on your Facebook stories, share it on your Instagram stories. I would love to spread the word about the Motherhood Intended show. We are talking about a lot of different topics that many people don't know about until you find yourself experiencing it, whether that is IVF, adoption, or surrogacy. So the more people we can share the show with, then the more people we can educate, entertain, and support through motherhood and beyond. And before you tap out of your podcast app, be sure to leave a review if you love the show. This will give us even more visibility to get in front of other people, and I truly appreciate the feedback. The Motherhood Intended Community Group on Facebook now has over 450 women in the group. It's a private group and a great space to chat about all these things we talk about on the podcast. Whether you're experiencing or not, I'm sure you have somebody in your life who is navigating infertility, having a tough time in motherhood. Please feel free to direct them to the Motherhood Intended Group. It is there to support, it is there to educate, and it's even a safe space just to vent about some of the trials and tribulations you might experience through your infertility journey and even in motherhood. Being a mom is hard, and oftentimes getting there is hard as well. And you know, you always hear the term, it takes a village, you know, in motherhood, it takes a village to raise your kids. Well, it often takes a village to have children as well. And that's what the motherhood intended community is. It's there to provide resources, be a sounding board, And as you all know, I've been through many different things throughout my motherhood journey, and I am ready and willing to answer any questions and provide support wherever I can. So click the link in the show notes and join the Motherhood Intended community if you haven't already. Thanks again for joining me on the very first episode of season two. You can tune in next week for my interview with Casey Hill. She's a mom of three via IVF. Two of her children are twins, and her daughter has a very rare disease called Wolf-Hershorn syndrome. And so she's here to talk on the podcast and raise awareness of this very rare disease and tell her motherhood story. You won't want to miss it.